0: what up what up what up what up everybody it's your girl marquita but they like to call me who miss hollywood <laughs> is it me, me or, or it is hide it hot in here uh-huh is it me or is it hot in here uh-huh so hollywood what up everybody on instagram it's your girl marquita but they like to call me
1: it's Hollywood, we'll you
0: tuned in to yet another episode of So Hollywood the podcast. <laughs> Y'all can't hear the intro, but we, we got a special guest today. We're going to get her up here shortly. Hey, okay. hey.
2: Y'all can be anywhere in the world. The gas y'all it, are
1: hot here hot with out.
0: me. Hey, W W O L Y W W O L Y. Y'all can't hear the music, but it's coming. It's all good. We got a special guest today from Detroit, Michigan. 313, that's where I'm from too, if y'all ain't know. Is it me or was it hiding here? Um, so give me just a Is moment. It me or was it hot in here? Hey, 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 what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who, Miss Hollywood. <laughs> guys are tuned into another episode of so hollywood the podcast so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and i bring them together with this thing called entertainment uh i like to do a mini recap before i get to my special guest in which it is a special day today uh because i have a 313 head here detroit aka what up though um (laughs) recap 64 i had tucky blunt he is a oakland native um ceo of blunts and more ceo of proud papa's clothing And he's looking to expand across the world. So if you're interested in that, make sure you guys... follow him and watch the latest episode on this page so Hollywood the podcast page or go to www.allofhollywood.biz um and without I'm going to bring my guests up here without further ado um I like to give them their flowers before I bring them up here and while I bring them up here um her name is Keisha E. she is a Detroit representative she's um uh, an actress, a comedian, a mentor for girls with gifts and organization inspired to inspire, uh, co-host to Nobody Acts Me Podcast. You can listen to that on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, and I also found you via um I believe it was uh zooming with the homies. And I was like, man, she seems pretty interesting. <laughs> so let me let me reach out to her. And um, yes, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, what up though? <laughs> I am <clears throat> better. Um <laughs>
0: Got caught with a little bit of COVID. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Okay. so (laughs) (laughs) we're going to start it off like this. (laughs) Um, So I hope you're doing fine. Um, I hope everything is, you know... Um, like health wise i don't know how you are as far as like that goes but you can i guess we'll get into that however i, will, I hope i hope you're okay um and yes we have keisha e uh she's from detroit and that's all i gotta say no I'm just playing uh, but shout out to you so let's get, let's get this interview um Started. I always ask my guests at the beginning, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life?
2: Um, entertainment, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I swear I'm being better y'all, they tell me I might <laughs> still have this car for like a month. Um, oh. yeah, uh, COVID is crazy. Um, entertainment started my life. Honestly, when I was a kid, like, I, I just remember second grade, I did this play. And that's when I fell in love with acting. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of other things, like school and sports. So it's always kind of got put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I guess I didn't realize I was always entertaining people. But I didn't really, like, take it figure feelings. that out or, or know that I was doing it. Right. Yeah. And then, um, when I finished... Grad school. I actually got my master's in computer engineering, okay. and I was like, you know what? Can I come to yes, of
0: course. I was ahead. like, <laughs> <it?"> oh. <laughs> like I'm about to go for it, and I just, <laughs> I just moved to L. A. Wow. So after after you graduated from college, you were around what age? Like twenty one. I was twenty. When I finished grad oh grad school okay so yeah. you you went straight through you was just like fuck literally fuck yeah. all this shit i'm not taking no breaks i'm gonna continue <laughs> it and until so this thing you know gets me to where i need to go so did you, were you interested after graduating with your master's like in any of that field that you had does it coincide with what you do now no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I did work in my field.
2: <laughs> absolutely not. My parents
0: are like, "Why
2: do we see? Why do we back to school again?" I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to you all a check. But <laughs> absolutely not. I did work in my field for a while, okay. and that's when I was realizing, like, okay, I'm not happy. It okay. was like I loved when I was in school. I actually loved it, but I realized I love learning. Wow. And then once I got into work, it I was like, "Oh, this is boring."
0: <laughs> so it wasn't cutting your yeah. checks like you needed, so you just said i mean actually it is it's a really good paying feel okay. but i just wasn't happy with it i wasn't fulfilled and i was
2: like you know what this will always be here i can always come back to this let right. me go
0: to la and see so, so. when you did that like <coughs> how was like the entertainment scene within that time like after graduating um with your master's how was the entertainment industry or the comedian or comedic industry at that time
2: um well actually i just started doing comedy
0: yesterday him up in my uh
2: archive five years ago yesterday so when i first moved to la i wasn't doing comedy was never a part of it that was just a dare that happened what like randomly it was uh uh, we were at a comedy club and they announced they were doing an amateur night and one of my friends me we do it like the next week I think it was and I was like whatever I do it like if I'm not only be pregnant or die it's like why not right <laughs> so like what's the worst that can happen right and I was like I do it not expecting to end up starting a career in stand-up right. but I originally just came out for acting um and at the time it was a lot different than it is now because we didn't have social media, right? Okay. So it wasn't about like just your numbers, or Instagram numbers. It wasn't like you could get anybody's attention just from going viral or making a post. Right. It was like you had to get in classes, you had to get had to work you had for it. To it. Literally, oh like really old, work for Kind of
0: old school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so, of course, moving from one coast to to another, <coughs> how was that even? like that process because was that like a culture shock or was that like, okay, well I could fit right in. Or did you even visit LA first to even get like any, any type of feel of it? Or it was just like, okay, I'm about to just jump and go. It was all of the above. (laughs) I um, I always said I wanted to move
2: to California. I always said that, but I did come visit. Okay. Me and one of my friends came to visit maybe, Maybe a year or two before I moved, actually, and it wasn't even like I was visiting to see if I want to move here. I was just visiting, um, and that was the only time I came out here. So mm-hmm. I kind of had been here, but not for real. Okay. Um, it was absolute culture shock coming from Detroit because I was like, <laughs> first of all, where are the black people? <laughs> I'm sorry where where is the dickhead? Like <laughs> What are we doing here? I don't I don't understand. Like it was a complete it was culture shock. Um. <laughs> and um, it is just different. You know what I mean? It's like right. really, like you see some shit out here that you just don't typically see walking down the street. And you're
0: like, oh,
2: okay, this is Tuesday,
0: okay. Um, so it took a minute to get right. To it, get was there any similarities though? Were the like in in that aspect of entertainment or or just overall?
2: Um. I don't know. I didn't no. feel any. But no. also, I wasn't deep into entertainment in Detroit before I left. So I okay. was, wasn't on, like, the comedy, if you need to kind of okay. know what the similarities there may have been. Um, no, because it was like, and don't get me wrong, I ended up finding a lot of cool people out here. Right, okay. But it's still different. Detroit, we're real, like, you know, we're real down to earth. We're real yeah. kind of laid back out here. Everybody is like, look at me, look at me. <laughs> like, it's, it's this thing. Right. Um... And then
0: people speak out here. I was like, Do I know her? Why are they speaking?
2: <laughs> and then after a while, I was
0: like, Oh shit, people just speak. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, we'll do that back home. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> not at all. They'll look at you and just be keeping, just look at you like, What? Yeah. Mm, I get it. I definitely get it. So, um. <laughs> That's hard oh, go ahead. <laughs> as far <laughs> as your your acting career, what was the beginning of that? And, and, <clears throat> and then explain like your transition to uh, comedy, and did it work hand in hand? Um, who the beginning of my acting career, I was
2: <laughs> yesterday. Probably, like it's like I feel like I'm still at the beginning. I'm still like, you know, when you first come out here, because everybody just thinks, like, oh, you about to get on TV, just right. like. It could happen, right? Nobody knows. It could, but for the most part, it's going to take you about 10 years. It's going to take some time. So it was like student films, um, indie projects, Mm -hmm. web series, things like that. And then once you kind of start to like build your resume and you're real and people start to know you, then it kind of can open more doors. So I honestly feel like within the past four years maybe is when I feel like and even now I just I still feel like I'm not I don't wanna say that. You gotta be thankful of course for the of opportunities course. and the things that you have. But but you always have in your mind what you want, which is what you, what you right. want your career to look like. Right. Um, but I would say uh, I did a web series, I was in this web series Black Boots, and that did really well. A lot of people um, tuned into that. A lot of like casting directors and things like that. So I think that, mm-hmm. that kind of started to open a little more doors for me. Um, and then, what did I do after that? It was something I did right after that. I think The Coroner. I was on the episode of The Coroner. Oh, wow. So it was like, it starts to kind of, you know, one door opens the next door and people are like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, she can do this. Okay, and I start to kind of know you right. a little bit. Um, and then comedy, um, honestly, I feel like now most of the stuff that I get acting wise comes from comedy. Okay. So, okay, when I started doing comedy, like I said, it was a dare, and then I just kept doing it because I really didn't have nothing else to do the next week. Like, want to do a show on Tuesday? I'm, like, I'm free on Tuesday. <laughs> At the time, I didn't have a good theatrical agent. I wasn't auditioning a lot. Okay, theatrical. So, commercially, let me backtrack. Commercially is where I think I really um, started doing well first. Okay. Uh, And so, which is commercials are really good money. They're really fast. They're fun. um, But not necessarily the goal. Like, I don't want to just be a commercial actor. But that's when I started to do, um, I would say, you know, TV more, if you want to say, commercially. Um, And so comedy was like, it was happening. And then it just hit me one day and I was like, this is going to be my end for acting
0: because mm-hmm. okay, that, at the my time I did have a virgin... yeah that was my
2: first mm-hmm. question go ahead yeah <laughs> I didn't have a good agent I wasn't auditioning a lot for TV and film like my first well no that wasn't my first I'm lying but I would say one that I really really wanted and cared about was like Insecure mm-hmm. and I went in for Insecure like eight times and it was off the casting director seeing me do comedy that was my first like audition and then it was like yo we want to book her but we got to find the right role and they kept calling me back calling me back calling me back right. but that came from doing comedy um, the Tyler Perry movie I got that came from I was literally on the Tom Joyner cruise for comedy oh. and Tyler Perry was there and I was like oh I'm not making this
0: that, girl is, the, my is, own song. is the Tom Joyner cruise is that like boot camp for comedians in a sense like would you say because um, I've never been and I know it's like a lot of a lot of like uproar when it comes to these type of cruises or you know what I mean so how how is that process as well can you elaborate a little bit more on on that side of comedy um
2: yeah i, I don't know that i would say it's boot campers. i don't know how i would describe it exactly i mean it is like cruises in general um i don't want to say you start off doing that mm-hmm. i don't really know how to place it because i kind of know like
0: I don't know. It's kind of is no it similar to like an amateur night in your in your city or is it like no, no it's it's bigger than that. No, cuz usually it's a little harder to get on those shows. Okay. okay. Usually it's a
2: little, it, it it can be a little harder like they usually want somebody that kind of a known comic in a sense Okay. Um they usually have certain comedians that always come back okay. and then they have a couple that they can add in and sprinkle in there. Um so yeah, no I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's comparable to that okay. okay um but definitely a good opportunity um especially you know with the top joining crew because you have a lot of uh people on there casting directors producers and you know just different people on the, on the crew so
0: okay 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 that's dope that's definitely dope so after <clears throat> excuse me after falling into the um the comedy scene and saying okay well is it so you're putting acting on a back burner or was acting just like okay I'm just going to sit this right here and then let come uh, being a comedy uh, comedy mean being, being a <laughs> a comedian be the forefront of your career right now
2: Actually it's not what I wanted to do. I feel like that's what's naturally <laughs> happening. <laughs> because I would, even before I started doing comedy, I remember I went in, I can't think of what it was. I went into audition for something. I can't remember what it was. And it was a very serious role. <laughs> and here I am thinking, I'm killing it. Like, I'm giving my all to this dramatic piece. And the cast director was, was over and looked at me and was like, i want to see you read for this other part. And I knew it then. And I was like, why should it be a fucking comedic part? And it was a comedic part. Which I'm like, how did you get funny from what I just gave you? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and so I feel like I was always naturally getting more comedic roles when I would audition. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, damn, when I started doing comedy, I'm like, now that's going to literally just drop me into this comedy box. Oh. Which isn't really honestly what I wanted. And I remember I asked, um, and this is just, just, just being, you know, telling a genuine conversation. I'm not trying to name drop or nothing like that. But I remember asking Jamie Fox, I was like, because he does drama so well. He does right. both. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does everything, honestly. Right. And I remember asking, like, how did you transition from comedy to drama? Like, how did you keep the you serious? Like, how I really was like, and he was like, it's, I didn't have to do a thing. Don't worry about that. He was like, let comedy get you in the door. Mm. And your career is gonna take you, you know, where it takes you. Like people, if you can do comedy, you can do drama. Is the way they see you. He's like, so the opportunity was presented to me in a sense. So I was like, okay, let me stop kind of like pushing it away, mm. and let me just embrace it. Um, and so now I feel like, because somebody hit me the other day, matter of fact, and uh, was like, hey, do you act? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like. And then somebody else asked, like, are you a comedian that can act or are you an actor mm-hmm. that can offer comedy? And it was like, I don't want to be... Necessarily one or the other. I feel like I'm both, right. and I. But I do feel like comedy is now taking more of the forefront. Mm.
0: But overall, you're so an like, entertainer. Like at the end of the day, yeah. Don't let, don't let them box you into anything. You're an entertainer. Yeah. You can do both. You can do everything. And you, and I, <laughs> yeah. And I'm
2: like, you know what? I it's fine. Because like I said, I feel like comedy is really going to open the door. Because that's your opportunity to always be seen. Even if you don't have an audition, you can get on stage, and you never know who's in the room. And that door opened
0: another door, and another
2: door. So mm. somebody yeah. said, "I could play a young woman in the hall. I received that.
0: Yes, that's all you, I you I mean. or yes, <laughs> a sister or something. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Y'all get her up in there. Y'all, you, y'all know what to do speaking into existence because this, <laughs> this is the year to manifest. You feel me? Because I, I saw you through someone else's lens, and then I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna get her on this show, and look look at look at look at god right now <laughs> and I st- i'm gonna ask you some, some, t- do some top five <laughs> questions here shortly too because we're gonna get to that here shortly but um you're also uh, okay. a mentor are you can are you still the, a mentor for girls with uh gifts organization yeah we haven't done <laughs> excuse me we haven't done a session um obviously covid and
2: everything right right, right. um but i Absolutely love, love, love working with um, Girls With Gifts, which they've expanded now because it started in L.A. They also have a Houston branch. I believe they're doing in Atlanta, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we did a session back in Michigan, like in Flint. Um, so right now, because of COVID and everything, like we haven't done one. Um, but I do still love mentoring. And I'm always open to like, you know, or any advice or any information I can give to young girls. Mm. I'm always open to that.
0: So speaking of that, who is your mentor or who are your mentors now? And who were they coming up when you um, begin um, your comedy career?
2: Um. So, well, coming up because I didn't do comedy before and it just, kinda just happened, kind of just right, happened. Right, right, right. Um, I didn't really have any. I was always um, cool with or friends with Tony Rock. Okay. And so when I first started doing comedy, but that was just like before comedy. Okay. so when I started doing comedy naturally he was the first person that I reached out to like hey wow. and he used to tell me like you know do the shit whatever <laughs> and so um, so I would hit him when I would ha- whenever I would have questions always 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 super supportive super helpful but very much like hey do what I'm telling you to do <laughs> like, right Um. so and then just like I was naturally just cool with a lot of comedians like Malik S um he tours with um being a painter, please know no many for a really, really really long time. He's another person I can always reach out to. Um, you know, if I have questions or anything like that. I don't feel like I necessarily just had like one specific like mentor that I was just mm-hmm. really like under and learning under, which I should and I, I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with acting when I first came out here with Tasha Smith. Okay. Um okay. I took her her workshop and she kinda like took me in her wing and so Wow. She was always, you know, looking out. So yeah.
0: So when you when you got fresh into um like the the comedy <clears throat> aspect of your life, um how did that open up I guess doors for you because you said you just you just did it on a on a just a dare pretty much and was just like, okay, well I'm going to continue to do this and this is going to be prominent in my life. So how how did that open doors for you and to where you are now?
2: I love comedy has been probably the most impactful um, thing, choice, decision that I could have made. It's almost like you, of course, you get out what you put in. Right. um, But it's open doors in terms of opportunities. Like I said, with the whole, the Tyler Perry film that came from doing comedy the auditions were insecure and even from that the casting director called me in for like other projects that they casted mm-hmm. for um I it gives I, I feel like more people now know my name and know who I am which is just again more opportunity for them to be like hey that girl that girl that's funny that girl Tisha <laughs> versus <laughs> yeah like um uh, because comedy is also something that like everybody can't do so there's a million people out here acting which is great. doesn't matter what's for you. is always going to be for you, but there's not necessarily a million black girls of my type that can also do comedy. So I feel like it gives me like that leg up. Um, it also, I've met so many dope people from doing comedy um, and built friendships off that, which again, just still opens more doors. Um, even from like Kevin on stage, I didn't know Kev prior to doing comedy that came from a mutual friend. Kevin was doing his Keep It Dixon show. Okay. And needed new comedians, and Amisha Friend was like, "Yo, my girl Keisha." And so he showed her a clip, like, "Oh, I like her. She's funny." And then from that, you know what I mean, a friendship has developed. And then also the Black Heart was both on television uh, streaming right. mm-hmm. services, um, that was born. So I just feel like comedy has opened a lot of doors. It's almost like I don't know. It just feels like the possibilities are just endless with comedy, right. like right. always.
0: And you can you can even get movie roles with, or either you can get your own or make your own movie. Or are you? Would you ever see yourself doing your own situation or your own reality show or something like that? Because you can we can the cameras follow you.
2: Um, you know what? I I've always been like against reality, but I did have somebody that reached out one time. They were pitching, and I, I don't know what ended up happening with it. A reality show about female comedians, just because you oh. don't really see that side of it. Being a, being a female. Uh-oh, am I still here. Oh, go ahead. It was um, but when we talked about it, I was like, I, I'm not with the, the drama reality. I'm not with all that. And it was like, no, it wouldn't be that. It would literally be us seeing like what goes into. You know, making it, and then as a woman, how that's different from being a man, because it is like in terms of trying to get on the road, like all of that is different. And I was like, you know what, I, I would be open to that, um, but I'm not necessarily like I don't necessarily want to do reality. Uh, somebody <laughs> reach really out to me about a
0: dating show. What? A dating show. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! But I am you writing. I am writing my own. You have to. You I, have to. My <laughs> I can see it now. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just do it, on- I don't know. Just do it on the app. Just do it on the app. Do it on, on the do exclusively on the app. And I'm I'm a tune in. I'm like, oh shit,
1: they looking for a date.
0: Oh I'm like yeah. I don't know. But I am writing uh now my own series, like
2: loosely based on my life so oh, wow. I'm still figuring out
0: what I'm going to do with exactly, but yeah. <laughs> Did you, could you imagine like seven seven female comedians in one house and have to do a, fi- a, fi- a finale of stand-up comedy? Like, they would have to help each other work, like different challenges yeah. and stuff like that, like wait a minute, y'all is a, a whole, man, that'd be fun. I would I, would it watch could, be, I mean, could. Yeah, that could definitely be sincere. I mean, like, it's going to be hilarious. You got man, do you but understand? I just don't want it to be the drama. Right, was, well, you know that's going to happen, regardless. Because, you know, there's some other <laughs> stuff that's on TV right now. And the whole girl group trying to get, that's a whole. I was just like, y'all, why is y'all got so much? It's just, it, that's what people want. But I know y'all are not, it, y'all don't <laughs> have it in a, in a comedic standpoint of it. It's yeah. not going to be like any bad or, you know, drama and stuff like that where, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah. I see that. I could definitely see a TV show like that. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit more about um your is it uh you have you've been on Revolt, which is the funniest fuck series, and then you talked a little mm-hmm. bit about um Kevin on Stage and then anything that you have like up up and coming or what you're working on now, any any jewels you can drop?
2: Okay, um. so Revolt, yeah, I was on seasons one and two of um, Funny AF, which still airs. Um, you can catch it actually on demand, and then it airs, I never really know, <laughs> like before. I know usually when it is, because my mom wants somebody go far, um, which is a new stand up series. And so you can catch, like, my set there, because people ask to, like, do you watch your sets? And usually, I don't. I might post a little, really? you know, a snippet of stuff here and there. Yeah, because on the internet, first of all, people be stealing your stuff. Number one, mm. um, and I'm not even saying that like I'm the funniest person on earth that you got to steal from, but that's just what people do. And then also, comedians. Um, and I didn't know this when I first started with comedy. I was like, oh, I gotta have new jokes every single night. And Tony was like, are you crazy? And I'm like, <laughs> well, what do you do? Like, no, you work that set until he's like until it's on TV or until it's on a special or you know you wow. continue to work that set. And so, um, that's another reason why most comedians don't post, like, a full cool set, unless they're going to be done with it, or it's been on TV already.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so, but yeah, that was super dope. Like, that was, I would say, especially that first season, because I was like, I had been doing comedy maybe for, like, two years, maybe? I can't remember the time frame. Oh. So, it was kind of surreal to me to be like, oh, shit, I'm about to, okay. <laughs> um, and gained a lot of supporters from that, which was super dope. Um and then yeah, the on Stage Studio. Um, I have Black Heart Revolt on there, which again, comedy is just like that was birthed from me not watching black movies growing up, whatever. So <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm gonna try and start watching them now. And I watched like Toy Justice, and I just did like a little review of it on my page, and then Kev hit me like, "Yo, this is the show." I'm like, all right, <laughs> um, see, so wow. Yeah, I I love working with kids and working with them on stage videos with everything they have going on. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now, I don't have, I'm getting back, well, I was getting back in the club, (laughs) the club's back open, but the club, the comedy club is where I caught COVID at, so, Yeah. So um,
0: See. I might be sitting my butt down for a minute. Yeah, but okay. um, it gives if you a in, chance to write new, that. new, you know, new jokes. It gives you, <laughs> it gives yeah. you that. Gives yeah, you I that. definitely got the COVID material. now. <laughs> like I was trying
2: to stay away from the COVID material, but like after having COVID, now it's like okay, it's, you can't um, it's
0: imperative. You can't. Do it. <laughs> yeah,
2: so for anybody who's actually in LA, and I do post whenever I have shows or anything coming up. Um, I finished a. Film called Daughters of Dolomite. Um, I don't know exactly when it's gonna come out though.
1: Okay,
2: um, and it's basically kind of like a spinoff of the Dolomite movie, and it's based on him. He has finds out he has these three daughters. Who's I'm black. One daughter is like Latino and black. One daughter is uh, Asian and black. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comedy. Uh, Tori card is in it. Uh, Hawthorne. I should know this last name. They got to play the Red and Five hearty. Um, <laughs> uh, people are um, So I don't know exactly when that's coming out, but again, I'll like, post it, keep it updated. Um, that's it now. Just writing, trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do with my series and get that off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be posting about it as soon as I kind of do. I got it. <laughs> I gotta get these coins together because I didn't realize how much it costs to
0: put your own stuff. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, you want oh, to, you want to grow up in the big, the big girl club? Come on, that's what, that's right? You want to go? <laughs> like, oh, do I
2: really want to write this? Oh. Maybe I can just do more like. Yeah. Do I really want to do like a full production? <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, at
0: least you have um people in the in the the comedy industry that are willing to help you if you were to, you know, ask them for help or if you if you needed help. Yeah. So that's something that a lot of people don't have. And so with that being said, how was your support system and how was your support system now when you um made the transition to LA, uh made the transition from acting to, you know, to to go in the comedic route? Like, how was your support system throughout that time?
2: Um, It's different now. Because in the beginning, it was like, my parents was like, you about to do what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm about to LA. Who you know in LA? I'm like, I mean, I know Snoop out there. Like, I, I'm going to figure it out. And <laughs> it was like, uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, my parents are supportive in the sense of like, we don't understand it. Because we just pay you to get master's degree. But if that's what you want to do, like, okay, we support it. But then once I actually started, like, those years that it took time, especially because when I first came out here, I ain't gonna lie, I was in the LA streets. So I was at all the day parties, so I was at all the night parties. So once I got focused and, like, settled, then that's when things really started happening. So prior to that, it was like, we, A, don't really understand what you're doing. And we're not seeing the fruits of of your labor. Actually, Mm -hmm. are you putting in labor? So it was, I think, a little harder for them to be as supportive. And then once the ball started rolling, and then once it's like, oh, shit, I'm watching TV, and I see my daughter on a commercial, or, oh, you know, then I feel like it was more like, okay, we see what you're doing now. Um, My friends have always been really supportive, because they've always told me, like, even people from high school hit me up, like, we're so glad you're finally doing comedy and I'm like, I don't know what you mean? Like you I us growing and I'm like, I y'all was just silly. I don't I was serious at the time. I was dead ass, whatever I'm saying. So, like, I feel like friends and people have always really, really supported me. Even like the city of Detroit, I, that's one thing I love, love, love about being from Detroit is like we support each other. Right. Um, and so I feel like it's just grown over the years and what comedy was like another moment of like, okay, what's this girl doing? <laughs> and then <laughs> my, my mom, I never forget the first time we she came to us at the laugh factory. They they weren't opening the doors yet, but we could come in. Right. My mom is out. I'm like, mama, come inside. She want to talk to the people in line. Cause she like, have you seen her Is she
1: funny?"
2: <laughs> get, get in here, lady. Get in here. My daddy like, I, you always so serious. And I'm like, I am serious. You're serious. But like, that was another kind of like, okay, wait, what? And it took a second to be like, and then they saw me do comedy. And it's okay. like, okay,
0: you know, we support it. So. Oh, man. So they pretty much accepted accepted, <laughs> accepted it when they, when they physically saw it. When they saw it, they was like, all right, I got it. I get yeah. it now. Like, <laughs> right, let me make sure she's
2: funny before I can stand behind her. <laughs>
0: Well, that's good. That's that's some Detroit shit for real. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and then people out here, like other comedians, everybody, you know, for the most part, people you do have those comedians that are like, how long not even know comedy? Right. And it's like, a, you can't sit with us until you earn your, you know, bash type mm-hmm. thing. And no, I I can't. And then you have comedians that from day one are like, I remember Grady. He had never even seen me do comedy. Mm-hmm. And my homie I was like, oh shit, comedian. I think I had just did like two shows. And he was like, Oh, you one of us. Like, come over here, you know. And Grady vouched for me to actually get on at Live Factory. That's how I got on. Laugh mm-hmm. Factory we booked for like a year. And Grady was like, You gotta see her. And Grady had never seen me do comedy. And he was like, You're funny, right? Like, don't, <laughs> don't and he was it. like, I just made sure I worded it in a way if you're not funny. I didn't say you was, I just said you oh, got to see her. And okay. so that opened the door there and built a relationship. So it's like, you know, a lot of comedians are are really supportive, especially some of them too are like once they see you do it and see that you're serious and it's like, okay, whatever questions you got or, you know, I'll throw you any information or whatever. So, mm.
0: so how yeah. did you, how did you even land on zooming with the homies? Like, cause that's a whole nother ball game right now. Um, and I think he said he was going <laughs> to bring that back once a week, if I'm not mistaken. But um, how did you even get into that portion of it? And, um, where did it kind of lead you to? Because cause you said you was just now, got it, well, not just now, but like you're just into comedy. So how did that even come about?
2: Um. So one with the homies, I actually met it here a, a minute ago when I first started doing comedy. Like maybe a few months I had been doing comedy. My homeboy Donald introduced us because mm-hmm. here used to have a night at the union, the comedy union. Okay. And I was trying to get up. And we exchange information, but I'm just the type, like, I don't follow up with people. And I didn't feel like, I was like, I don't feel like he fucking with me, right? But from, from, from the years in, he's probably like, I don't know this girl. I just can't right. introduce her or whatever. So right. I never followed up with him. And then I would see him around and I was cool with Tony. I was here him sometimes with Tony Baker. So we'll be like, what's up? We speak. It was always cool. Um, and then he, uh, did we do something before that? No, we did, I did Working car Heart mm. um, because the production office that he shoots it at, my friend Brennan, that's his production office. Okay, And Brendan was like, yo, you should get on Working With Heart, Working With Heart, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, bad, you know, just tell us to hear whatever. Or he was like, I tell us to hear. So I did Working with, with Heart and then from there, we started to like build a friendship. Because it was like, we've really been knowing each other all the time, but we haven't been cool. So it was like during the pandemic that we got really cool, And then I Doing this with the homies and I just hit him and was like, "Yo, I want in." He's like, "All right, back. Next, you know, tomorrow or whatever day the next show was." And then got on there, and from there he would always just hit me like, you know, he do some homies, and I was all, for the most part almost always, unless it was something I just did to do in life for sure. And I love it because with the homies is so fun, yeah. And like the doing with the homies, like audience, like viewers, <laughs> are some of the most loyal, like. Yeah. Rider guy, die people like i met some really really dope people from doing with the homies
0: like mm. so that, yeah yeah that was extreme they used to talk about i think it was your grandmother um Curtains was it or it was your couch or something? Your mama's or either your mama's couch or something. Oh this <laughs> me. day. I mean, they were talking about my mama dining room table. Yeah, the
2: dining room table <laughs> <laughs> I mean we And
0: then somebody came over to the house and was like, Yo, it did not
2: look like this on the car and I'm like, This is this is the living room y'all was talking about. They're like, No, this living room is dope. I'm like, No, nah, y'all was talking about my mom's dining room table like this. <laughs>
0: She's still mad. Yo, it it definitely has gotten through get gotten me through a lot of laughters and stuff because yeah. that whole situation was really really dope and um <laughs> yeah that's just that's how like I said before that's how I initially um saw you and became more interested because it was just. You know, you just, you just seem very interesting and very like powerful in a sense. And I was just like, dang, she, she's from the same city and she's doing things. And so just to hear your backstory, just to know that you just up and left Detroit and was like, I'm about to be out. I'm about to pursue my career and look at you now. You're doing everything that you really want to do. And I'm pretty sure more things are coming your way. (laughs) So are you still in Los Angeles now? Yeah, I'm in LA right now. Okay, okay, and they, they haven't shut down. Yeah. They haven't shut down again, have they? Because I know this whole COVID situation is 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 scary. <clears throat>
2: yeah, we just kind of really fully open, like restaurants, outdoor seating and stuff was open, like comedy clubs just opened within the past, maybe I want to say maybe like two months, and they need to shut them back down. <laughs> <No. laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't believe I saw COVID at that comedy show. I'm like, <laughs> um, but a lot of people, a lot of these have been catching COVID lately. And so, um, mm. but yeah, for right now, things are, things are back open, but I've been back and forth a lot. I have been home. to spend a lot of time with my family during the whole pandemic, but yeah, I'm in LA now. Cause also a lot of, um, everything is self-tape. I haven't gone in for an audition since the beginning of, before the pandemic started so everything is self-paced so when i do get
0: an audition it's like it don't matter if i'm here or there so yeah that's awesome that's awesome that they can still um provide things for um for actors and actresses that are away and you know during the whole Mm -hmm. pandemic situation so keep that up and one other question um what advice can you give um to up-and-coming entertainers that um kind of has the same background that you have, you know what I mean? Like growing up in, in Detroit and moving and so on and so forth. Can you give a little bit of advice? Yes,
2: a little bit of advice. Um, <laughs> I would say it's a couple things that I think are super, super, super important. I wish I would have known. And some I did know, I wish I would have just done from the beginning. Um, one is having a mentor in your network is, everything um and by no means don't just try to like attach yourself to people because there's a lot of that and i'm like i hate that but if you organically meet somebody and you know that person is in a position that they may be able to help you in a certain way like absolutely keep in touch with that person because that's what it comes down to a lot of times um it's who you know or who that person knows who a producer knows and things like that um more than anything of course you gotta work hard so um being disciplined is probably, like, the number one thing because uh, it's will get you so much further along, like, so really, like, focus, um, figure out whether, you know, if it's comedy, you need to hit the club every night if you can. Or so at least three, four times a week you need to be in a comedy club, meeting producers, introducing yourself to, the, you know, the bookers who run, who books the show so you can get up and get on, um, and also just working in material out. The more that you're working it out, the better you're going to be. Um, I'd also say, uh, I'm sorry, for the thing. um, you know, if it's acting, getting classes and make sure that you're taking classes, that make sense and make sure that it's a class that works for you. Cause I've audited classes that were like, yeah, this coach is great, but it doesn't fit me. Like right. it's not just fit for me. Um, so, but constantly you just always want to be working that muscle, whatever it is. And if it's at home, like right now we shut down, you should be doing self-tape. You should be getting scripts. You should be inside. I don't care if you got to write down the lines from while you're watching the show mm-hmm. and, and then break it down and then put yourself on tape. And so that way you're only becoming better and becoming stronger. Um, don't give up. It. it might take some time. It might take a lot of time. You might not feel like you're seeing any progress, but you, you will, you do. Um, so I think that those are probably the most important things. And I always say to yourself, I feel like this industry, mm-hmm. if you allow it, it will eat you up. Um, <laughs> it will have you, you know, thinking you gotta look like this and you gotta do that and you gotta be this and you gotta, you know, do all these things that you don't have to do so by always, always stay true, um, to yourself. And Ms. McKeeba asked, Is for the Love of Jason who's back for season two? Yes. Yes it is. Big renewed for a second season. yeah uh, I don't know exactly when it'll be out though, but
0: oh that's amazing um well thank you thank you you. um I have a segment that I would like to move on to it's called top five which is five questions five answers and they are catered to my guests so here we go um top five comedy shows you've been a part of
2: um that I've been a part of I would Taco hey, chocolate Sundays. i love chocolate Sundays. um funny af uh d-ray davis is monday uh i forgot the exact name of it i should know that at the improv um but it's a really dope show and the interview is always fun um <clears throat> what else my boy Donald George, um, all of his FML comedy shows he used to do um, somewhere at the Laugh Factory, somewhere at Genghis Cullen. Um, but it was always just a dope lineup. And then I would say Tony Baker and Friends.
0: Shout out to Tony Baker as well. <clears throat> Shout out to the I whole, yeah, to the whole uh, comedy culture because they're definitely going through a whole lot of things right now, um, in which I will, if if we can, end in a moment of silence and then we can do your shout outs and so on and so forth but i want to get past this but i want to ask you before you know what i mean um but yeah okay. um top five countries you've traveled because on your um instagram page i believe it was like 22 different mm-hmm. countries and i'm like what i even traveled i haven't even traveled outside of no but yeah top five countries you've traveled i love traveling
2: that's like my favorite thing oh my god um that's hard all right, top five. So I have to say, uh, I have to say, South Africa, mm-hmm. um, Fiji, mm-hmm. uh, Thailand, uh, Italy, Ooh. and. Yeah. Uh, what we'll would be my right other top um hmm. <laughs> All right. um I um, I would
0: say Egypt, wow. yeah, wow. That blew me out the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, though. That's dope. Okay, so um, top five black movies oh, you've watched. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, <laughs> somebody
2: like me. Let me go. All right. <laughs> Love and basketball. Don't debate me on this. Love and basketball. Family. <laughs> um... Uh,
1: um, <laughs>
2: um <laughs> 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 Wait to exhale. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> let's see. Remember the titans? Can that be Because That's a black movie, right? Yeah, black. Um and I would say Um, Love Jones okay. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine I hope
0: that's fine That is, it is <laughs> <laughs> Alright, last one is Top five moments in your career Top five moments in my career That's a really good question Um, In both acting and you can mix it or just overall as an entertainer? <clears throat> okay. I would say... Hmm.
2: I think my first... The first film that I booked, it was an a indie film called Five Minutes. I think it was the... It was like on Amazon or something like that. I can't remember now. I should know. Um, but at the time, it was super... Um, I was super proud, you know what I mean? I feel like we, again, focus on this finish line. and like, oh, and of course, yeah, you want to be in this major motion picture and you want to be, you know, this deal to play your dad and all that, but it's also like you have to appreciate those building blocks to get to that point. And I was super, super, super proud. Um so I would say that would be one. Um, obviously, the working with Tyler Perry, um, Tyler Perry Studios was like, amazing. It was, like, Wakanda. Like, I had a, like, makeup artist. I was, like, my face and my neck match. This is just... Um, And that was inspiring. Um, The first time I actually did comedy. Like, honestly, the very first time. I think out of all the shows I've had, I still feel like nothing beats that first time I did comedy. Um, What else? Um, Also, piggybacking, because I'll put this all in one moment. With the Tyler Perry show, I wanted, or movie. Um, I always had my vision board, like, I wanted Felicia Rashad to play my mom and Sisley Tyson to play my grandma. And both of them were in the movie. Neither one played my mom or my grandma. But that's not the point. The point is that we were all in the same film and her figure was across from mine. And I was just like, that's. Right, that's I get it. Up. I get um, it. Um, So that was a moment. That was absolutely a moment. Um, I think that was three. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, really, my other two pop moments. Um, <laughs> I think this, I would say the first time that I auditioned for a series, red, mm-hmm. um, a series regular role, was like that was a big thing for me because again, it just shows like the progression and like okay, um, and. Probably my first residual check, too. I was like,
1: oh, okay, okay. I didn't know we got checks in the mail. Okay. I know that.
2: Listen, I was like, I'm here for it. I just don't want my
0: battery to die. (laughs) Uh-oh. It's all good. Oh, shoot. Sorry. (laughs) I just want to my tiger really <laughs> quick. um and i do have another segment called yeah. um exclusive access which exclusive is exclusive access anything that you haven't given given the media or told anyone that you can tell us today if you do not have anything that's fine however we can move on to um our shout outs uh so social media where they can follow you and then i'm gonna do the question of the day and um we're gonna give a we're gonna leave with a moment of silence and then yeah that's what we're gonna do so yeah do you have um exclusive, exclusive access yes mm.
2: let's see i'm sorry guys i don't um oh man it's all good uh do i because i forget about stuff and then i'll be like oh But I
0: don't feel like I have nothing exclusive. I gotta stop telling y'all everything on social media. I don't have nothing exclusive. Oh, there go that hand. I forgot that hand. That hand. I forgot You had to do it once. If you guys don't watch her, you you have to understand what I'm talking about. Like you guys gotta watch her. But that's dope. That's dope. Um, that was really, really dope. I'm, I'm gonna freeze that clip. clip and I'm like, do y'all see this? Even, <laughs> even in videos, it happens. <laughs> no, but I'm just i
2: can't <laughs> help it. I just can't help it.
0: <laughs> so, um, you can do your shout out, social media, um, your last words, and then I can do the question of the day.
2: Okay. Um. So for social media, mainly Instagram is really on point that I'm active on so y'all can follow me on instagram it's keisha.e k-e-y-s-h-a um anything I have coming up I post on there um anything going on um I want to give a shout out to my to my boy Nick Carpenter like I'm
1: ah,
2: I'm just still in disbelief I guess you could say um but Nick was a super, super solid dude. I don't think I've ever met honestly nobody out here or just in general period like like Nick, somebody who is super supportive. This is what I can give y'all an exclusive and I'm doing it because Nick was on my head so much about doing it. Um, I'm going to start my own podcast. That's that's all I can give y'all right now because that's all I got right now <laughs> but I'm going to figure it out and I have been bullshitting. I have really been bullshitting but Nick has been on my head and I'm like, you know what? as a thank you to him and just,
0: just, I gotta do it. I gotta okay. do it. Like, yeah. so, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, last but not least, um, the question of the day and it is what bothers you about the industry and what will be your solution to fixing it?
2: Hmm. um,
0: what bothers
2: me about the industry gosh, excuse <laughs> me. Um, um, I think what bothers me is not allowing people like the whole cancel culture. And I, I feel like you almost have to walk on eggshells. You almost have to you almost have to damn near lie about you know your thoughts on things or your opinions on things. If it's different than the 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 norm in the industry, you know you have to kind of play that game um, so that you don't lose out on work or so that you're not labeled as you know being this thing that you're not. You're just expressing your opinion, and I, I hate that. I feel like we talk so much about people being individuals and we talk so much about you know, freedom of speech and and all of these things, but really we don't allow, and the industry is not allowed for you to be that way. So,
0: um, my, you said my suggestion to change it? Yeah, yeah, what would be your solution Uh, to to fixing it? My solution,
2: I think my solution is to almost separate. It's almost like, In a sense. I mean, obviously, if somebody's out there, you know, raping somebody, then no, don't be like, oh, well, he's a great actor. You know what I mean? But to to separate that, like, like one has nothing to do with the other, has nothing to do with me coming to work and doing my job, you know, and I just feel like maybe if it didn't necessarily happen while you're on set, you know what I mean, while you're working on the production, then it shouldn't affect that. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to how to change it. Um, I think one people got to stop being so sensitive, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and and I think just allowing for allowing for people to really express themselves honestly as they as they want. Right. Yeah, as long as it's not hateful and stuff like that, it's not you know. Then yeah, I just think that. That's something that bothers me, mm. and and using the same people over and over again. Like ugh. there's a million black girls, there's a million black dudes. Like stop using the same people over again.
0: She said, eh.
2: <laughs> like you literally a role will be like we're looking for a Taraji type, and I love Taraji. Don't get me wrong, Taraji is my cousin in my head, but how many more? actresses are there in this world besides taraji like give a person a fresh start because the taraji wasn't a type until taraji was a type you know so it's like
0: right, right. that thing mm. well um it is coming to time of the end of the uh, show so i want to go ahead and let everybody know follow me on instagram in my SS Hollywood 313 all of the information is in my bio, um, and don't forget to follow Keisha E. You can give them your um, Instagram one more time.
2: Yeah, it's, it's Keisha E. I P S K E Y S H A dot E.
0: Yep, and I really appreciate. Oh, excuse me. I really appreciate you for joining me and um, manifesting this whole situation. Oh and <laughs> and um, thanks for having me. No problem. If there's anything else that, as far as like you got coming up, um, you can definitely come back. I, you know, I'm open arms. We can do this again and talk about whatever you need to talk about because this is an open platform for for entertainment and and you have it. That's it's just that's what it is um but i definitely wanted to Thank leave you. leave off on this episode uh if you can and if you would like a moment of silence before we get up out of here for all of the people that um have lost someone and also especially uh the the comedy culture that we have going on because also um Kanisha Kanisha was also she had covid and then she had pneumonia i believe and some other things yeah. going on so there's a lot of things going on in in the culture so um yeah, let's leave. We'll do a, a moment of silence, and then we can get up out of here. And like I said again, uh, I appreciate you for even coming and uh, doing the show. <laughs> so let's let's do that. Sure, and thank you for having me. No problem. We're gonna get up out of here, and we're gonna start with a moment of silence. Thank you all. And yes, until next time. Um, this was episode sixty-five with Keisha E on So Hollywood the podcast. Tune in next time. Peace up, Eight Town Down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye. 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 Is it me or was it Hollywood? So, why, double, so Hollywood. Oh double L R U Double O, so Hollywood. Oh double L, why? double O See ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright, let's get right for a little bit. The I so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's of the bullets like it's gonna end in a little bit, and it brought her a little twist, and mix it with some of this, and mix it with Hollywood, and you fall for a new.
0: Guest on so hollywood the podcast just email so hollywood the podcast at gmail.com or follow me on instagram so hollywood the podcast and m-i-s-s hollywood 313 looking to book your next studio session contact session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com